than the people that the writer of the Hebrews was seeking to encourage. There's people like Paul, there's people like Peter, there's people like Barnabas who are the New Testament heroes. And today, as we've indicated on the screen, we launch a new series in which we're going to consider these very people for our encouragement as we run the race of faith. Now, you can view this talk this morning as a trailer. You'll be familiar with the trailer for a film or a television series. You get soupçons or samples of what we may expect in future episodes. And on occasion, the trailer will be for a new series of a familiar program, and in such cases, there will also be a backward glance at what has gone before the story so far. And all of our talks on Sunday mornings are set in series. We meet week by week. Teaching is shared among different presenters according to a schedule which Graham has drawn up in advance. And our teaching schedule isn't haphazard, therefore. It's got point. It's got direction. So we can look back and we can see where we've come from. This time last year, for example, we looked at Christian character, a study on the fruit of the Spirit. Here's the gist. When one becomes a Christian, they're indwelt by the Spirit of God. That's fantastic. And the indwelling Spirit of God produces fruit in that person's life. Things like love, joy, peace, patience. And then we went on to look at spiritual gifts, the tools for Christian service. Remember, tools, not toys. And these are wide-ranging from helping to miracles. So what happens next? Where are we going? Having that, had that look backwards, where are we going in our teaching series in Bridge North Baptist Church? We're going to look at discipleship, a life of following the discipline of Jesus, drawing on these same resources of the New Testament heroes, the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. And so, in a sense, our series will look at superheroes. Superheroes as compared to the Old Testament heroes, because these New Testament characters are indwelt by God's Spirit and are endowed with supernatural gifts to enable them to live effective lives as disciples. In point of fact, these people are people more like us, who have the same resources available to us. In the epistle of James, it says Elijah was a person just like us. Actually, the New Testament heroes are people even more like us because they share the same resources that God has given us to live a life of discipleship. So that's where we're going. We're into a new series, Learning from Disciples. Let me ask you a question. Do you follow the series? Do you catch up when you've missed episodes? If we're following a drama series on TV and we miss an episode, we've got two opportunities to catch up. We can record the episode we're going to miss or by catch-up TV. And in our church, we offer the catch-up opportunity on our website. Although each episode is crafted to stand alone, they're each part of a series and the greatest benefit is by following the series by downloading the weekly study notes and using them with others in the context of a home group. But what about today as the introduction to a new series? Today, in the time remaining, we're going to look at the ultimate superhero. Who was this person? And the writer of the Hebrews points to him. He says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. You need to listen carefully to this because it's not on the screen and it would look better on the screen but Jesus is the greatest of the heroes. 
In fact, he's a superhero because he rose. You with me? Yeah. Fix your eyes on him. Don't be distracted by spectators. Benefit from the example of the other witnesses, but not at the expense of fixing your eyes on Jesus. We've got to fix our eyes on him. He's the pioneer of our faith. He's the Burr grills of our spiritual journey. Jesus has undergone all the hardship of the cross so that we don't have to. Jesus has completed the course. He's entered the presence of Almighty God. And because Jesus is the pioneer, that way is now open for us. He's a pioneer. He's also the perfecter of our faith. You can't successfully and effectively lead the Christian life of discipleship under your own steam, by your own effort. He's the one who makes good what you cannot supply. You need his active involvement in this race of life. And in these three short verses from Hebrews chapter 12, 1 to 3, we've got five coaching tips for running the race of life. The first of these tips goes like this. Throw off everything that hinders. For a short time, I was a member of a church on the Isle of Dogs in London, and it was right on the route of the London Marathon. And on marathon day, we couldn't get to church very easily for services, so the church hit on a creative solution. We became water station number 18 of the London Marathon, and we offered cold water in Jesus' name. And here's what I discovered. First time I'd watched a marathon. The only time I've watched a marathon. The elite athletes were stripped off for action. Maybe that's why the projector has gone bust this morning, because it would have led some of you astray to see the elite elite female athletes stripped for action. The minimum of clothes, no equipment which would hinder progress. However, within the rules of the race, quite legitimately, you could carry stuff that would slow you down. So some runners dressed as wombles. Some dressed as rhinos. Some even carried a London bus. Well, it wasn't a real London bus, but it was the sort of canvas London bus. And they each held a pole, and they carried that the full 26 miles of the marathon. Now, here's a daft question. Which set of runners are going to make the most progress? It's actually a no-brainer. Where am I leading? Simply here, there are some things which are perfectly permissible morally neutral, in other circumstances helpful, but which are definitely unhelpful if we want to make progress in the Christian life. And the question that I want to ask is this, what unnecessary baggage are we carrying? I want to suggest it could be overcommitment. This is a common one for conscientious Christians. If a meeting's on a church, we feel we've got to be there. If the call goes out for volunteers, our name will be on the list, regardless of whatever else claims our attention. Rotors are our discipline for church attendance. I need to be there on Sunday because I'm on the tea, I'm on the door, I'm on lockup, and none of these things is wrong. Each of them is necessary for someone to do. But for some of us, unless we shed some of this load, we will be less effective in running the Christian race. The final destination isn't in doubt. But what we are able to achieve on the way is unnecessarily limited. So don't be a womble. Get rid of all the things that slow you down. What's hindering your progress? What do you need to drop? 
How do you need to prioritize so that you become more effective as a missionary disciple? Here's the second thing. Coaching tips for Christians in the race of life. Throw off the sin that so easily entangles. I guess the parallel in today's athletic world would be the use of band performance enhancing substances. Now, we're led to believe that some people knowingly and deliberately cheat by taking these drugs. Indeed, if we believe all we hear, some national teams make a sport of it. But there are those who find themselves entangled in the controversy by the use of products used for medical conditions. We didn't know the medicine contained a banned substance. And it ends in tears with medals withdrawn and the like. Sin can so easily entangle So, friends, we need to be vigilant. I can look back over a long number of years and recall stories of Christians who, to everyone's surprise, have been entangled in sin, which has tripped them up in the long run. Financial irregularity, justified by everyone in our industry, was doing it at the time. In fact, we were encouraged by our managers to do it, and so a Christian goes to jail for deception. Moral lapse, even from those who've been most outspoken about family values. I think of a close friend of mine who at one time was going around with uh, Rob Parson's marriage matters in Scotland, showing the videos. He felt so strongly about family values, and then it was found he'd been leading a double life with another woman for 10 months before he dropped the bombshell on his wife, family, and church and said, I'm off. One of the Christian leaders who's most influenced me over the last 20 years or so has been forced to retire early in face of multiple accusations of sexual impropriety, which despite initial shocked outrage and denial, now appear to have substance. A vicar colleague arrested for voyeurism, losing his wife and his job in the process. Church members arrested for distributing pornographic images. These are all real examples that I've been some distance close to. It all beggars belief. Or does it? The sin which so easily entangles. My challenging question to us this morning is this. How do we ensure this isn't you, this isn't me? By vigilance, by mutual accountability, by keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. And perhaps we say, oh, this could never happen to me. One of the superheroes we look at in this series offered this solemn warning. So if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Or perhaps you've already become entangled with drugs, money, illicit sex. Then ask for help from the Lord, from Christian leaders, from Christian friends, and above all, take action The writer to the Hebrews is pretty ruthless. Throw off the sin which so easily entangles. No half measures. Take no prisoners. Coaching tips for running the race of life. Here's the third one. Let us run with perseverance. Graham's been encouraging us this morning to persevere in prayer. Here's the encouragement to run the race with perseverance. Don't give up. Don't drop out. Persevere. Nobody said it would be easy. Jesus said, no servant is greater than his master. If I had a hard time, 
Don't expect them to treat you any differently. So keep going. You're not alone. I am with you, says the ultimate superhero. Let's share the load, for my burden is light. Here's a fourth coaching tip. The race marked out for us. Run the race marked out for us. Last week, Graham emphasized the corporate aspects of God's plan. A plan that we need to find our place in. But our roles in fulfilling God's plan will not be identical. We have to run the race marked out for us. My race is not your race. Your race is not my race. And don't try and run somebody else's race. Somebody else's route. So your friends called to overseas as a missionary. Your race might be to stay at home and make a difference in your workplace. I want to ask you this morning, do you know the race marked out for you? Why don't you ask the race director, what's the route? His name's Jesus, and we've got access to him this morning. Here's the final coaching tip, and it's this. Consider him. Consider Jesus. This almost brings us full circle. Consider Jesus, our pioneer who's made it to the right hand of God. He's completed the course so we can complete it too. And why are we to consider him who's endured the cross and faced opposition and all those things and he's persevered and he's got to the end? Why are we to consider him? It's so that we will not grow weary and lose heart. It's for our encouragement. See what Jesus accomplished. And he's done it on our behalf. And he's gone ahead to open a way up for us so that we can be with him and his father. How are you doing in the Christian race? How's it going for you? Are you cultivating the fruit of the spirit? Fruit of the spirit's available to all of us if we're indwelt by God's spirit as we've been born again of that spirit? Are you exercising the gifts of the spirit as we've looked at them over uh, previous months? This teaching series is designed to help you to learn from disciples and to be a disciple. Disciples who I would argue are superheroes. And here's the good news. As I finish early so Graham can catch his plane. (laughs) You too can be a superhero. In fact, here's the truth. If you're trusting Jesus, if you're indwelt by God's Spirit, you are a superhero. Will you own that right now? Let me pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the resources that you've given to us to run the race of faith. Thank you, Father, for the gift of the Spirit who indwells us and produces fruit in our lives. Help us to cultivate that fruit. Help us to let it out. Help us to do the things which we need to take action on so that the fruit of the Spirit is seen clearly in our lives. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the giftings that you've given us through your Spirit. Giftings to live supernatural lives as superheroes. We think back to those heroes of the Old Testament who didn't have the indwelling Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit landed on them for a time for particular tasks. But Father, you've given us so much more. You've given us what you gave to Jesus as he lived his life here on earth, as he lived a human life in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Help us, Father, to own that title of superhero. Help us, Father, to own that title of disciple. Help us to put into practice those coaching tips, to throw off the things that slow us down, to throw off the things which potentially disqualify us from the crown. Help us, Father, to persevere, to keep on keeping on. Help us, Father, to consider Jesus, to fix our eyes on him. Help us, Father, to take whatever action is necessary this morning to be in the position that you want us to be in, in this race of life. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.